change because it's time to play this is club sega with i need fruit
everyone and welcome to Club Sega. It's your one-stop coin-up spot for all your arcade needs. I'm your host, I Need Fruit. Hello, hello, hello. And um, welcome to another episode. Yes, that's right. In this uh, in this fine little show we have here on Radio Sega, we like to play you some arcade tunes and chat about arcadey things. Um, we just played you there. Uh, speaking of arcade, we played you uh, a big Saturn game. <laughs> Daytona USA Championship Circuit Edition, that's Funk Fair, and a winner was you was very perceptive in the IRC and said, this sounds like a Saturn game, uh, it sounds like a, a Saturn sound, and um, yeah, definitely. Um, you will, might find in this show that I, I'm starting to be a, a bit outrageous and, you know, I've gone crazy because uh, I've, I've whacked a C64 track in just because C64 is a chip rules, so, uh, uh, you know... Uh, I was going to add some, like, uh, Thunder Force 4 and stuff, uh, like some shmups, shmups, <laughs> that um, weren't even in the arcade, but I feel like I have some kind of right to play, uh, like, side-scrolling shoot-em-up game music uh, as an arcade show. Anyway, uh, already babbling, that's a good start, isn't it? Um, hello to everyone listening in, uh, thanks for joining me tonight. We've got um, a couple things lined up for you um Today, um, we've got uh, Afterburner Climax, we'll be chatting about that, as well as talking about pinball machines and other, uh, what I've dubbed analogue, uh, um, but uh, kind of machines like uh, air hockey and stuff, all that stuff, so yeah, we'll be chatting about that. Um, and Rexy said, Thunder Force 2 and 3 are fine due to arcade versions. Um, yeah, I know, and um, unfortunately, Thunder Force 4 did never have an arcade release, so... But, you know, I might just play it. I'm a renegade. That's what I'm like, you know. I'm un- I'm unchained. Uh, <laughs> someone needs to stop me playing these uh, illegitimate arcade tracks. Anyway, let's um, say hello to everyone in the IRC. Um, if you want to come and join us, Ian, have a, have a chat about whatever you want, to be honest, then um, just head over to Radio SE.GA forward slash IRC and likewise if you're um, feeling a bit more modern or whatnot um, or you, you already have a, a Discord app on your phone or whatever then you can head, o- head over to um, radio se.ga forward slash Discord there you go very simple so yeah hello to Trigon SPK Rexy Wofox a winner was you CTR Fluffy Foxy Freya Inc Killer French Red hey eh? what's up man um, <laughs> no poems for you tonight I'm afraid uh, it takes me weeks to write um, my slam poetry, so yeah. Um, Koga, Lime, McPine, Sarah Rose, 96, Sir Croft, Trainer Purple, Trekkie, Twinny, Vegeta, Voice, and Zimmerdon. Um, hello. Okay, right, let's move on to the first batch of music, and then, um, yeah, when we come back, we'll chat a bit more about pinball or, what, or whatever. Um, let, let's see where this uh, music takes us. The first track is... Um, Oh, this one's quite cool. Uh, this is from Virtual Fighter 5, Statues, uh, Akira. And this is uh, a, a song that I really love. I, I was big into Virtual Fighter 5 in a big way, like the original. And R, in some respects. But, um, yeah, whenever this track played, I was Because like, ah, like, a really great character to uh, play. But I was never that good at him, to be honest. I was always more of a, a Lao or Pai or... Sometimes Cage. If I, if I thought I was being smart, I'd try and play Cage. But yeah. Anyway, yes. Enjoy statues, Akira. Let's do this.
You're listening to Radio Sega, playing the best Sega music 24 7.
are back after that uh, bit of Vocaloid glitch, dubstepy goodness there. That was Systematic Love from Hatsune Miku, Project Diva Arcade Future. And before that, we played you Endless Love, um, Loop Linkland. That's actually from the 3D uh, S version of Fantasy N2. See, I told you I've gone crazy today. Ah, you know, playing all these songs and whatnot. But yeah, anyway, um, we were just chatting a bit about um, pinball. And uh, Killerfriend Spread actually um, just said he was he'd actually recently played. Let's find the list. Um, the the Brew Dog pubs have tables. Um, I'm, I'm guessing that's a chain of pubs. I didn't realise they still had uh, pinball machines in it. That's awesome. Um, Adam's family and Avatar um, table in the Leicester branch, and there's a Judge Dread pinball machine in Manchester as well. So if you're anywhere near those and want to, um, you know, you know, paddle some balls around, well, um, yeah, then give it a go. Um, little bit of a history lesson for you guys. Um, I actually don't have the exact date of when like pinball was made, but I had, did, did see a picture when I was researching the show, and uh, it looks like there's just wooden bits of dowel, like circular cylindrical bits of wood, um, kind of just hammered into a table and then you just like you flick a ball around it and it would just bounce off these bits of dowel and yeah uh, it wasn't until um uh like the 1990 like 1930s maybe that um actual flippers and things oh no sorry i've got it here 1947 was the first cab that came out with actual flippers uh weirdly the tilt uh, safety feature which stopped players from actually rocking the table or picking it up and moving it around to get your ball where you want it to go was developed before flippers hmm, interesting yeah tilt came out in 1934 um, powered machines so battery powered machines were introduced in 1933 um, bumpers um, came out in 1937 and then you had your flippers and then uh, and here, here's a really cool thing Two player games came out in the 1950s, um, and yeah, I really liked um, two player pinball. I remember um, you'd each take a turn, you know, and you'd have like back in the day, you'd probably have a, a pint pint uh, with you, and you just kind of watch your mate play, and then when he loses a ball, you, your turn to step up, and yeah, you have a little go and play around like that. If anyone um, does uh, have any other um, pinball memories and unfortunately well I mean we could talk about Microsoft you know XP's uh, or Windows 98's uh, pinball thing uh, they, they were the best but um, yeah oh and I'll just give a shout out to Killer French Bread as well uh, he's uploaded a score he got on an Adams Family uh, table which was made by the Bally, uh Midway cab um, and yeah it's a pretty impressive score it's 52 million 595,000, and I can't quite make out the end digits. I think it's 780. Yeah, 52 mil is is, is good going. Um, I assume. I haven't played that t that table in years. So, <laughs> But yeah, I mean... Yeah, uh, uh, William, as you said, my only real experience with pinball is in video games, sadly. And I mean, that that's true. Um, for a lot of people, um, the pinball kind of translated over quite well to, to the virtual kind of space, didn't it? Um, being able to just sit back at your computer and use your arrow keys or whatever uh, and obviously let's not forget Sonic Spinball there's some kind of quiet like uh, awesome meditative state you, you go into when you're playing a pinball game where you know you're just just judging the way the ball's coming down you're deciding what flipper to use and you're like bang and just off it goes again and there's a really weird like sixth sense you get when you want when you're aiming it so you know when to time your flipper to send it slightly at an angle so it can go up and go along the track and unlock a new bit of the table or whatnot um yeah so um i might go into um, the adams family cab or other cabs in a bit more detail uh a bit later but let's move on to another block of music shall we and I told you I've lost it and I've gone crazy and you know yeah so I'm gonna play a C64 track now this is from Space Harrier 2 this is the awesome A Legend of Harrier enjoy
Radio Sega, playing the best Sega music 24-7. Hello, we're back. <laughs> I should uh, focus more on the radio show part rather than just being in the chat room and chatting about pinball stuff. Oh, sorry, and I've just, uh, I probably just went really loud then. Anyway, um, yeah, we've been talking about pinball stuff uh, um, in the IRC. Uh, CD-ROM uh, 1019 came in to the IRC. What's up, man? Hello. And uh, he said that the Star Wars Episode One, the Phantom Menace pinball machine, was indeed the best pinball machine ever to be created. And um, unfortunately, I've never played that one, so uh, I have to keep an eye out if I ever go to old retro uh, kind of vintage arcades and stuff. 
man, yeah, episode one is is now properly old school. You, you guys realise that, yeah? Like the N64 pod racing game? Yep. Proper old school. Um, okay, so uh, I like how I can uh, tell what how the passage of time has gone um, just from like what generation of consoles had what games on it. <laughs> that's all I know. That's the way I can judge time. Um, he also said, CD-ROM also said that he needs to start checking out the Pinball Done Quick channel, which is uh, something I've never heard of. I love games done quick, and awesome games done quick. There's, uh, speed running, obviously, is very addictive to watch and to do as well. Um, uh, yeah, I love the speed running scene, so uh, I'd love to check that channel out as well. Um, I also, I asked Keller Fred Bread a question about pinball it was uh he mentioned tournaments and the standard pinball tournament you would have three balls and that would be it because uh otherwise these guys obviously are so good that it would that their goes would take way too long um and i said how long do you think it would take uh an average player or a tournament player to take on one ball like for a score and he said uh, it depends on the table uh, obviously for the time that makes sense if you watch some of the Papa videos on YouTube they could go on for half an hour or so on a good run yeah that's what I assumed about half an hour 40 minutes on one ball so you can imagine that's about an hour and a half basically of uh, of on a pinball machine that's, that's pretty impressive considering uh, you might think oh that's easy you know just um, just you know hit the paddles and go mad and stuff but um, not only are they going for these kind of crazy hard shots consistently to get the most points they're also uh, having to judge their kind of endurance their mental endurance um, and we all know from playing games that you know you like you could be as, me as a fighting game fan as well um, I get progressively worse throughout the night if I sit down and play you know uh, Virtua Fighter or, or Street Fighter for like three hours near the end I'm like losing to just the worst kind of tactics but yeah there you go um rexy said geez i thought i i had my crazy good days when playing pinball sometimes yeah pinballs are a funny one um i used to really love as well ski ball did anyone remember ski ball you'd roll a uh a, a ball up and up onto like a lip and it would fly off the lip and then go into different circle targets and oh crap! I just realised that I was meant to be talking about Afterburner Climax now. So let me just uh, <laughs> bear with me, guys. Talk about um, talk, talk amongst yourself for a second. This is awesome radio. Um, so Afterburner Climax. Yeah, I'm just going to um, drop in this, which I think is really interesting. Um, and we'll have a little chat about Afterburner Climax. Now, Afterburner Climax is one of the uh, Go. I'm dropping a link in the IRC so you guys can check out. Oh no! Ah! Wrong one. Um, I just dropped a, a link on uh, like a path on my computer. Let me. Uh... You know what? Um, rather than do this like crazy randomly, I've been talking long enough. I'm going to play some Afterburner Climax songs right now, and then when we come back, we'll check chat about it. That makes more sense, doesn't it? So um, yeah, enjoy these tunes. Um, the Afterburner Climax soundtrack very different from the other ones um, mostly due to the fact that they use real guitars uh, and yeah lots of kind of riffs in the Afterburner Climax tracks uh, I tried to pick some shorter ones so we could get a taste of all the different kind of tracks that they have on this soundtrack remember Afterburner Climax a bit like Outrun had multiple kind of routes you could take throughout the level so uh, which was like a, a quite novel thing for Afterburner. So um, yeah, we've got some Lure of the Sky, we've got Bolt for the Blue, Volcanic Islands. Um, but well, let's start off how we should. It's time to fire up those Afterburners, guys, because it's time. Because um, we are cleared. Yeah, we'll take off.
It's not about how many games you play. It's what you play well. You're listening to Club Sega with I Need Fruit.
Hello, and we are back after that block of music. So yeah, that was some afterburner, afterburner climax tracks for you right there. Um, I'll start from the one we just played you. That was Volcanic Islands um, from from Afterburner Climax, of course. Uh, before that, we played you a Bolt from the Blue, and for that, uh, Great River Valley, which uh, I kind of omitted, and that was really stupid of me. Uh, Killer French Spread was like. Hey, uh, Fru, are you, you gonna play? You gonna play that awesome track, Great River Valley? And I was like, Oh, yeah, yeah, I will. Um, so that was kind of requested by uh, Killer French Bread, and um, that's yeah, definitely an awesome uh, track there. And right at the start, we played you Law of the Sky before uh, we played you Cleared for Take Off. Okay, let's um, have a little chat about Afterburner then. So Afterburner Climax comes. Um, after a long line of this, these similar kind of games, so they obviously fought over at AM2. Uh, sorry, this was released in 2006 by AM2. Uh, they obviously thought, well, we need a new kind of mechanic. Uh, what can we do? It's like, well, how about you know, cool Matrix slow mo esque, just slow down the entire stage and then be able to select everyone and then like, you know, basically like a screen crush, or like a, a boom kind of thing. And uh, yeah, so they did that. They uh, initiated this climax system, which you can build your bar up. And uh, I, I refuse to do any climax puns, by the way, guys. So you, you ain't getting none from me. If you if you're gonna make some climax puns, you're gonna have to do them in the IRC. Um, <laughs> um, but yes, uh, I also posted on Twitter and in the IRC the user's manual. So you can take a look through that, and uh, I think a winner was you was like, holy crap, that's a that's a meaty manual, and it is. It goes into all sorts, goes into every single kind of moving part. It just shows you uh, how you can uh, fix the kind of hydraulic system or the uh, the actual um, joystick. So yeah, there you go. Uh, pretty cool. I'm just going to read out a bit of. Uh, just the outline it gives uh, to people who own this manual or own the deluxe cab. Um, yeah, but just for the um, kind of facts, uh, there were two types of cabinets. One was the upright that you stood at, and then uh, the one that we know probably and love is the deluxe, where it rocks from side to side and you can sit down in it in, inside a natural cockpit, uh, which kind of made the uh, kind of afterburner game so uh, like amazing for the time uh, along with you know hang on with the bike and and all that kind of stuff it's like yeah Sega man <laughs> uh, okay so let's uh, I'll just read you out the gaming outline so Afterburner Climax is a flight shooting game that features exhilarating gameplay wow uh, the player takes on the role of the leader of the Brave Fangs a special air force unit whose mission is to prevent the outbreak of all-out nuclear war uh, fighting the enemy, uh, which it doesn't say here, but um, in, at the start of the game they refer to the enemy country as Z. Z. Um, you proceed through the game stages. Attack targets uh, include jet fighters, bombers, helicopters, missile launch sites and facilities. And using Climax Mode, a special form of attack style, it's possible to take down large groups of enemy at once. And Climax was quite important for the scoring system that they introduced into uh, Afterburner Climax. Uh, slightly different than, than the other ones um, because obviously you've got the Climax now so you, if you were going for a proper high score run then you would obviously pick the point where there are the most enemies on the screen in order to activate Climax and get all those lovely lovely points. And also you need to keep your, uh, your combo going which uh, required you to uh, constantly shoot down things. Um, you can also barrel roll in this a lot um, more than you could in the uh, earlier games in some respects. Uh, although in the Afterburner Climax um, kind of valley levels there's there's no uh, no barrel rolling for you. So there you go. Um, so yeah, I think I've covered quite a bit of Afterburner. Um, hopefully you enjoyed the music. Like I said, uh, if you've got it for Xbox or PlayStation, uh, I'm not sure if you can get it for PC actually, but um, you could uh, have had so many different ways of customising your play experience through uh, infinite missiles, uh, crazy strong guns, um, constantly being at top speed, all these things uh, kind of 
breathed new life into the game and also made it a lot easier if you wanted it to be that easy because uh, God knows it's a hard game I mean it does eat your credits up and that's kind of that's one thing that I've always uh, <laughs> always uh, quite enjoyed but but kind of hated at the same time about the Afterburner um, series is how difficult it gets near the end you're dying well I'll, I'll speak for myself I always speak for you guys I would I'll be dying like every 20 seconds just be like oh man really like <laughs> very very difficult near the end of the game but thankfully Afterburner Climax um, changed a bit of that and added in you know uh, you could literally be invincible if you wanted to so you could just get to the end of the game it also allowed you to explore all the different areas and um, if you're getting those A ranks consistently, it would unlock secret areas. One of which uh, was my, my hope most hated level after Burner Climax, the stupid Golden Valley or whatever it was called. Chasing that dumb ass stealth bomber through that canyon, and you like you literally had to be full speed down the canyon and using your crappy little gun to shoot him down. Ah, uh, sorry. Bad memories, bad memories of being on a school run and being like, oh, this is my best score yet, and then missing that bloody stealth bomber. And I, he even goes into the second level if you don't shoot him down first time. That even, that rubs it in even more for me, because he's like, yeah, whatever, see ya, bye bye fruit, and then he'll just, you know, fly away. Anyway, <laughs> I feel like I've uh, might have been a bit too intense there with the stealth bomber, so let's, uh, let's play some music and calm down. I say let's play some music. Uh, we've got a uh, Virtual Cop 2 track for you now. Um, it's a trap. There you go. Um, so, yeah, this is Virtual Cop 2 Trap. You're listening to Club Sega right here on Radio Sega. To insert coin, you're listening to Club Sega.
theme for us there just to close out that music block and indeed the uh, end of the show so yeah that was um, the main menu theme from Poyo Poyo the 15th anniversary um, before that we played you theme of the last mystery from House of the Dead 3 um, and before that we played you Trapped in Virtual Cop 2 yeah House of the Dead 3 um, really interesting one not uh, not really talked about as much as well certainly not as, as the first two but I, I always get the feeling that people skipped over it a bit and went straight to four. Um, uh, Killer French Bread said House, uh, House of the Dead was, was pretty good. Played it the other day actually in the Manchester cinema at, at Printworks. Player 2's gun had gammy reload so um, was robbed of one click credit. Oh, House of the Dead 3. Nice. Yeah, you know what? Those shotguns for the House of the Dead 3 cabinet were really, really easy to break. That was kind of like one of the worst things. I actually went on a um, a Britney ferry um, across to France a while ago. Um, regular listeners uh, might remember me chatting about that. But they um, often have an arcade um, uh, thing, and I, I I put a credit in and then picked it up, and it was like the actual trigger was just not there at all. It was just floating around, uh, not really attached, and the pump action thing was like, Meh. but um. Yeah, when it was you said those pump action shotguns were pretty cool. I was going to say, um, I, I was trying to find the flyer, um, and I only found one that was kind of crappy character, kind of, sorry, crappy uh, <laughs> crappy quality. But, yeah, those shotguns, man, when they worked, um, well, you know, I mean, horror and shotguns go hand in hand, am I right? Like, if you played any survivor horror game, or indeed any kind of shooting game when things get a bit crazy, uh, even something like Halo with with the flood, it's like, where's my shotgun? I need my shotgun. That's the the best, um, the best weapon. Yeah. So I think shotguns are the best horror weapon, and I think flamethrowers have always been the worst horror uh, game weapons. No one can seem to do a flamethrower right. If anyone can think of a game that makes a flamethrower awesome, um, let me know, and I'll um, I'll um, shut up about my crazy theory I've just made up there. Anyway, we have reached the end of the show, so, um, oh yeah, Killer French Red, yes, I think changing them um, to the machine guns for four was probably a cost idea to keep repairs down. Yeah, I mean, I, I can definitely see that. Um, shame, because those, those, uh, the actual immersion of it, I remember the first time I played House of the Dead 3, uh, it's crazy, like, the, it, it doesn't, it doesn't just start off nice and slow like 1 and 2 does. It really throws you in there. It's like, holy crap, there's a lot of guys coming at me at once. And you're just going mad. Um, yeah, so anyway, let's um, say goodbye. And, uh, oh, li- little um, shout out as well. If you enjoyed that Poyo Poyo track, then um, check out, please check out Rexy's remix of the Poyo Poyo. Um, uh, it's been a long time uh, track over at... Um, Radio Sega, we have a Radio Sega 10 Years for Sega Ears album that is, uh, that you can download and you can download entirely for free and it is awesome so please, yeah, um, go, go and download it, give it a listen um, and yeah, enjoy uh, radiosega.bandcamp.com um, forward slash release all just com if you want to check it out and it's also on our site at radiosega.net um, speaking of shows and, and stuff, we have awesome radio shows on this channel, if you don't know. Um, so yeah, head over to uh, the website and check out um, uh, the plethora of shows we have to offer. Uh, there's something for everyone, so yeah, check it out. Okay, I think we are done for this evening. Um, fairly short episode, this one, but um, short but sweet, let's say, yeah? <laughs> yeah, short but sweet. Um, okay, so I've got one more track to play you, and I want to hit you right in the feels now, so it's time for a Japanese ballad of sorts. Um, this, this one is from the Tunithium, um, and oh, before I go, I'll say thank you to everyone for tuning in, and thank you to everyone in the IRC for being awesome. Um, thank you to Trigon, SVK, Rexy, Wofox, the winner was you, CD-ROM, 1019, CTR, Fluffy Foxy, Freya, Ink, Killer French Bread, Koga, Lime, Mick Vines, Ruby Tabuti, awesome name there, uh, Sarah Rose 96, Sir Craft, Trainer Purple, Trekkie, Twinny, Vegeta, Voice, and Zimmer Fox. Um, cool, take it easy guys, we'll see you all next week for another episode, and hopefully, hopefully, 
touch wood somewhere, I can actually fix the metadata thing so you can head over to Radio Sega whilst the show's on and actually see what song is playing. It's quite handy. Although shout-outs to a winner was you as well for actually calling out basically every single track um, just through his ears and his mind. <laughs> yeah, nice one. Okay, right, yeah, it's time for um, for a feely track. It's time to get, time to get a bit more sorrowful, I think. Um, this one's from the Genifium. Uh, this is from the heart here. You've been awesome. Thank you for listening to Club Sega and we'll see you all next week. Radio Sega. Ten years for Sega is.